What would it be like to have a 24-7 coach for each of your team members? Well, stay tuned. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about how core values are your 24-hour-a-day coach for your team members. I'm your host, Winston Faircloth, and this is For Love of Team, the podcast dedicated to helping you grow a team you love, multiplying your impact, income, and freedom in business, unlocking two essential leadership decisions required to attract and keep top talent. First, a compelling why, coupled with two, a clearly stated what success looks like. This then allows you to leave the how to gifted, committed collaborators bringing your vision to life. So last time we talked about spelling out your top two what's in business, your vision and your mission statements. And to recap, your company vision reveals at the highest levels what your business hopes to be and achieve over the long term. A really important what. And the second important what is your company mission statement, which describes what the organization needs to do now to achieve your vision. And we shared, we were vulnerably sharing last time, our very first draft vision and mission statements for For Love of Team. Our vision at For Love of Team is a growing movement of businesses, leading teams with love, growing our collective impact, income, and influence in the marketplace. And then our For Love of Team mission, what we're doing now to achieve that vision is Equipping leaders with content, community, and coaching, redefining teamwork in a new era of collaboration to unlock God-given capabilities and confidence within your organization. So today, let's go deeper. Let's look at company values. Last time, we said that company values help shape your why. These are beliefs and principles matched with actions that help drive your business forward shaping the employee experience you deliver, as well as the relationship you develop with clients, partners, and providers. And I'm excited to announce that starting next week, we're going to connect with multiple business leaders sharing how their company values provide a compelling why, driving team and client success. You're going to want to share these episodes with a friend in business, so make sure to subscribe and leave a review. All right, so let's dig into some concepts on core values. I think core values are your North Star. Ultimately, they guide how you do business. They spell out a set of broad beliefs in life and in business. You know, as founders, our values, our business values, our corporate values reflect who we are. We have to have integrity You know, we have to have alignment with these values personally and professionally. And they spell out a bit of a promise to both our future team members and clients as to how we see the world of business. And I would argue that, you know, whether you're in a traditional business that's been brick and mortar and worked together in an office, have had to go through the pandemic changes of of working remotely and hybrid models. Having strong core values, I think, is even more critical in today's hybrid, virtual, and remote team world because core values expands, ultimately expands your, as the founder, and your team's day-to-day freedom. Imagine that 
because you have a set of core values that are well stated and very clear that you no longer have to be the go-to person in every situation that comes up in your organization. Core value statements, I believe, serve as 24-7 coaches to our team members, providing practical guidance and context for how we as team members show up for one another, and particularly how we deal with our clients and our customers and our providers and our prospects. That guidance and context is really important, especially when you're new, coming into an organization, and when you've been there for a while. The more we can work with our A-plus team members to give them guidance and context for how we collectively are going to show up, the quicker they can respond, the better they can respond, the easier it is for them to anticipate and develop and to, and to bring their gifting. Ultimately, that's what all of this is about. We do mission and vision value statements all to help and equip our team members to be more self-directed and to be more responsive. Core values, in my mind, have to be memorable, intuitive, and simplifying. And they do reach and touch all three dimensions. They undergird our why, they tell us what to do, and they tell us how to show up. 15 core values will never meet that standard of being memorable and intuitive. Less is more. But picking the ones that really speak to what's most important is critical. And so this is a difficult activity to develop core values and to make sure they become a, an important part of our culture. And from a recruitment standpoint, it's a great tool because team members who are self-aware and growth-oriented really want to find alignment with our business values to their own. And when they find that alignment, and not only do they see it in writing, but they experience in, in their day-to-day work with us, or maybe they come from a client perspective and they see this is how we live, it fortifies their why for working with us. We are in an interesting era right now. The great resignation, you may have heard that, that term or seen that hashtag, where a high percentage of people today are reimagining what their work and vocational life looks like. And having a clear set of core values is really important because people are looking for purpose and they're looking to align their gifts and talents with a compelling why. Core values gives them a roadmap and an understanding to what we think is really important. Now, core values are not an academic exercise. It's not a head conversation. I would say that core values ultimately are a heart-based set of considerations. They need to have emotion and feeling behind them so that people know what's expected and how to show up. Core values are things that we believe strongly in. And in a sense, if we're not willing to stand for our core values, it's hard to stand out in the marketplace. We've heard this term a lot in the marketplace. 
that like attracts like. Not only is that true for our clients, but it's also true for our team members. Where we have shared values, where we have shared mission and direction, not only can we attract right fit team members, we can attract right additional cultural ad members. We've talked about that in a previous podcast. It's important that we are getting a diverse set of skills and talents and backgrounds and experiences in our organization. This is the unifier. People get a little concerned about, you know, how much conflict or how much um, differences we can tolerate within a team. The best teams I've ever worked with have healthy debates healthy differences of opinion, yet what binds them together is a set of shared values. So this is a really cool aspect and something that's really needed early in your process because these core values are ultimately going to help make decisions easy within the organization, both today and in the future. And it helps you cultivate a unique culture for your team And ultimately, because you have a unique culture, it gives the opportunity to create a unique client experience. Now, here's the hard part about core values. We've seen them so many times in annual reports. We've seen them on the walls going into organizations. We've seen them plastered on posters. But are we willing to make decisions in our business in building out our teams based upon core values. If we're going to have a long-lasting, evergreen culture, we should be willing to screen and hire future team members based upon their alignment with core values. For team members who are already here, we need to be coaching people up to a certain standard of performance relative to our core values. Not everybody's going to come 100% aligned with every core value that we put out there as, as important to us. But part of our job as leaders is to help people understand and reach what we consider to be the threshold standard of core values. And ultimately, after some coaching and someone continues to not be aligned with a significant, important core value, again, we're not putting 15 things out here that are aspirational or impossible to meet, but we've, we boil down to the essence of what our business, our culture, our client experience looks like. If someone is not willing to move to that, not willing to be coachable and not willing to grow and meet those standards, are we prepared to fire a very productive, highly valued team member because they don't fit those values? We've all been part of these kind of teams, right? Where you have a great performer who's bringing in a lot of revenue or who's really beloved by our clients, but they are difficult to work with inside the business. You've seen people who are really good working up in terms of working with their supervisor, but they're toxic relative to their peers or relative to team members that work with them. Everyone is really relieved in the culture when we are willing to face and take action upon someone who doesn't conform and doesn't agree and align with 
what we hold as precious in our organization. If we're not willing to hire in terms of screening, coach, in terms of helping people improve and ultimately fire people who don't align with those values, we're going to lose a lot of good people who do. So don't think of vision and mission and values as some sort of academic exercise. And in fact, don't wait until you've hired a bunch of contractors or part-time employees or anybody else before you start working on these things. I, I would argue that these three things together, a good vision statement, a good mission statement, and some very memorable, intuitive, and simple core values are going to be the thing that attracts future team members to you, makes this whole recruitment and hiring process and onboarding and training and equipping process so much easier. So, you know, last time we we gave you some examples of some other people's vision and mission statements. And I found some core value statements from a couple of companies that I thought were pretty memorable and very interesting. And so uh, I want to share a couple of those examples now. And then over the next few episodes, we're going to hear some awesome examples from some of my friends in business. So these are bigger companies, but let's just talk about here are some examples to get us started, prime our pump a little bit. So this company says, Uh, Their core values include an ownership mentality where every employee has the power to make our company better, that they don't optimize for the short term. Short term gains never justify long term sacrifice. Invest in the future. Third, we're all builders. We're collectively building the product and company of our dreams. Fourth, go the extra mile. Go beyond delivering what works. Discover what delights. Fifth, do what's right. What is right is not the same as what is easy. And six, be transparent. Share information, share mistakes, and share victories. So their six ones are ownership mentality. Don't optimize for the short term. We're all builders. Go the extra mile. Do what's right and be transparent. And that is from our friends at Gusto. And then this one is different in that it, it, they've really kind of boiled it down to attributes. And I, I like this approach too. So they say that they're believers, achievers, learners, doers, and players. And so I think that's something, the way they've kind of boiled this down to one word descriptions really help us kind of begin to imagine and understand how, you know, what it takes to be on the SinSense team. So they go on to describe believers as we're passionate about the company and its success. We're committed to our customers, our teams, and to each other's. Achievers. We achieve our goals without compromising on quality. We reinvent ourselves to stay on top of our game. Learners. We push innovation within the product and within ourselves. Every day we learn something new. I like that one. Doers. If we see a gap in something, then we jump in and take ownership. We're not afraid to make mistakes. Rather, we learn from them and make changes. And then players. We're a unique bunch of people that love to work and play together. We make fun a basic part of every day in every way. So in their culture, their values are believers, achievers, learners, doers, and players. All right. So there's a couple of examples to get you thinking about some core value examples for your own business. And as I said at the beginning, I'm really excited to connect and share some real life examples of friends of mine, leaders who are building teams they love 
And we're going to especially focus on the values that guide and attract their teams in the upcoming For Love of Team podcast coming up in the month of August. And as I said, spending time now before you build your team to define your unique what through clear vision and mission statements and a compelling why through your values is foundational to building a business you love supported by a team you love. And these values really help undergird and align your why with your team's why. This is so powerful. It's probably the biggest takeaway from my recent business experience is this why is so critical to your success. But when you have a business you love, supported by a team you love, I'd ask you, what is better than that? Your client experience never exceeds the love you show for your team. And for love of team is a leading indicator of your future success, multiplying your impact, income, and freedom in business. We're going to have a great August coming up with some awesome interviews. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode.